0: Welcome back to another new episode of the Velocity Cast. Everybody who's been tuning in, sharing, downloading, thank you so much. I make these episodes really as a conversation to myself, but especially to hopefully save some of you from making mistakes I've made or share interesting things that I've discovered that I hopefully find to be helpful for you as well. So this week, we talked last time about how to kind of make the most of the new year and how to make continued progress on goals, how to really make sure that you're doing things the right way there. And what I want to talk about this week is a particular practice that has helped me start my year off on the right foot thus far, and uh, doing so is kind of a really cathartic and helpful experience. And what I'm talking about in particular is organization. And not just in the standard sense of, okay, making sure everything has a place and filing things, whatever, that's important. But what happens is over the years, the byproduct of our yearly organization, the byproduct of our efforts to file and sort and store is we inevitably accumulate a lot of stuff and junk that we don't need. And we may not realize it at the time, and I certainly didn't until I went through this process, but all of this stuff that we accumulate adds up to create additional stress, to occupy mental bandwidth, especially if this stuff gathers in a workspace like it did in my office. And you don't realize the cumulative effect that all of this junk has on your focus, your productivity, even just quality of life and happiness. And so, what I would encourage you to do is to go through a brief process of organization this year, uh, really ideally before we move into the second month of 2024, kind of do this before the end of January. And I find this to be particularly helpful for uh, workspaces. So if you have a home office or in your work office, uh, and also helpful for spaces in your home where you either spend a lot of time or areas that you see a lot. So I'll give you two examples. So my office, for example, what I did was I went through all of my cabinets, drawers, all of my storage, and I started to create a pile of stuff that I didn't need. And when I go through these processes, I try to be, I try to lean on the side of getting rid of something, of purging something uh, versus being on the side of keeping something. So if I am on the fence, it probably gets thrown in the, the throw out pile or the donate pile. And so I just started going through all my boxes, all of my drawers, all of the shelves on, on my bookcase. And anything that was occupying space that I didn't need, that I no longer was using, that I hadn't used in a long time, that I forgot I had, uh, most of those things ended up in the throw out pile. Now, this is a lot of kind of papers and files, which there is some stuff that you need to keep over the years, or at least keep for several years, things like tax returns or tax information, you know, maybe some business statements, whatever. So obviously have a place to file that. But inevitably, you will accumulate a lot of other stuff, letters, notices, things that you've already responded to, you know, random notes to yourself, old notebooks that have information that's no longer relevant or applicable. So I went through and found kind of all that paper stuff and, and you know, tossed all that in recycling. And then I was going through the boxes and the shelves and drawers. And especially with, you know, everything being technology driven today and the amount of equipment that I have in my office, I had like 17 of the same type of charger or, you know, the same type of plug or this or that. And so what I did was I went through and just made sure I had like one plus a spare of everything. So made sure I had at least two copies. Maybe three if it's stuff like Ethernet cables or whatever that or HDMI cables that get used often. And all of the excess just got tossed in a pile. And I threw out that pile of things. And then, with the space that I now had from getting rid of the excess stuff, I was able to kind of reorganize and resort the things that I was keeping. and it seems like a small thing, and it took me basically one night of focused effort to clear out the office. But that time was remarkably powerful at allowing me to refocus. So we carry all of this mental and emotional baggage with our clutter. And it's, there's a connection here that we don't realize until you get rid of the stuff that you no longer need. And going through that process of clearing out the excess stuff, of making space, of reorganizing, of cleaning, I felt like there literally was a weight lifted off of my shoulders. I could physically feel the difference having gone through that process versus how I felt before. And suddenly, some of the things that I was stressed out about, I was a little less stressed out about. Suddenly, my mind was clearer when it came to certain thoughts or problems or decisions that I was weighing. And so, this Physical decluttering also allowed me to mentally declutter my mind and to refocus on the things that were important. Now, the next extension of this is to do the same type of thing in areas where you spend the most time or areas that you see often. And the example that I'll use is my kitchen island at our condo just becomes the receptacle for a lot of random stuff, mail, letters, packages, boxes, uh, you know, clothes at this point now that it's cold, like hats and gloves for the next day. So it just becomes this landing place for a lot of stuff that probably shouldn't be there. And so after I finished organizing my office, the next day I spent some time just going through the stuff that was on the Island or in the area, because it's something that I see every time when I get home. And if it's cluttered or hectic or chaotic, that feeling inevitably seeps into my emotional state that day. Like that disorganization, that clutter, that will affect you in ways that you don't realize until you clean it. So keep in mind, I'm not saying you have to go through every square inch of your home and organize and optimize and whatever. And, and if you want to do that, by all means, I, I think that if, if you're the type of person who uh, appreciates that type of organization, that level of cleanliness, than rock and roll. But most of us could benefit from simply cleaning up the areas where we spend the most time, just organizing things a little bit, getting rid of the stuff you don't need, you know, taking those, you know, letters that have been sitting on the table for a month and kind of tossing those out or, you know, the random flyers that you get for like the pizza shop up the road. Get rid of that stuff if you don't need it. You know, we tend to or at least I tend to do this, and I know a lot of other people do as well. If I get, you know, a flyer or something that I want to think about later, it will land on the kitchen island and it will stay there. And a lot of times I will forget to deal with it because it's not important or it's something that I should have just tossed in the first place. And those things accumulate over time. And so going through this organizational process of getting rid of that stuff, clearing it up, now freed me up to... Use that space to eat, hang out, read, whatever. It now became a, or stopped becoming rather, a source of stress for me when I came home and saw it. And just those two areas, my office and the kitchen island, organizing those two places, because I spend a lot of time in each or around each, has allowed me to free my mind, clear my mind, and refocus on doing the things that are important. So, Our mental energy and our mental bandwidth, no matter what, even if you are the most focused person on the planet, we all have a limited amount of mental bandwidth each day. You have a limited amount of processing power, of energy, of focus, no matter who you are. And all of these things that we encounter in life, this clutter, this disorganization, will sap some of that processing power that is better spent doing something important. And so if you are constantly losing a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, it's, it's like if you had a tire with a really, really small hole in it, and as you're driving down the road, you're losing a little bit of air at a time, not enough to notice in any one instance. But if you take a long trip, now suddenly that tire has lost a lot of air. And if you let it sit overnight, you go to get in the next day and that tire is completely flat. And so it's not so much the small hole and the little bit of a loss. But it's the cumulative effect of that. And, and losing attention and focus is the same thing. The cumulative effect of a little bit of loss in focus or a little bit of agitation or frustration on a daily basis, if you add that up over time, over a week, over a month, over two months, six months, a year, that loss, that small daily loss adds up to a substantial amount of focus and energy that could be better spent, do, spent, better spent rather, doing something else. And for those of you who have set lofty goals for the year, for those of you who have gone through the process of building habits and you have these things that you're working towards, you cannot afford to lose focus to things that are in your control. Because life is hard enough as is. Accomplishing goals is hard enough as is. There are going to be plenty of things that you encounter on a regular basis that are going to throw you off. So what you need to do for yourself is minimize the amount of distractions that are in your control so that you can maximize your mental brain power and your bandwidth on the things that you actually want to work on and for the record it doesn't always have to be career driven or goal driven if you can focus a little bit more every day maybe you finish your work a half hour early and that gives you more time to spend with your boyfriend girlfriend husband wife children pets whatever it is so that extra time might allow you to have a better evening with the people you care about or your loved ones that you would not be able to experience had you stayed disorganized and lost your focus. So this week's episode is small, but it's incredibly important. And I promise you that if you go through the process of organizing your spaces, as I did, you will be amazed at the mental load that is lifted from just simply clearing, decluttering, getting rid of things that you no longer need. So hopefully this practice helps you. I hope you're able to implement it. I hope you're able to clear and organize your workspace. And if it does help you, if it does clear your mind, if you find yourself more focused, more productive, please let me know. And until next time, I hope you have a wonderful weekend.